AI is deflationary. Technology is deflationary. It brings the cost of everything down. Mortgages, we invest heavily in tech here because we've got to get our cost of production down, which we are. Um, my, our cell phones, look what you could do on your cell phone. You know, all the things out there. Look how much a TV costs and how amazing they are. Technology is deflationary and AI is leading in tech. The IT spend to implement AI estimated out there by the year 2030 is a trillion dollars. Get ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Corona, California. It is July 5th. Hope everyone had a wonderful July 4th uh, weekend. Those of us had a four-day weekend. I hope you are feeling refreshed and survived. Uh, those of us with little kids at home for summer vacation, it is always tough. And then you read an article in the OC Register, and you hear about real sacrifice, and you realize the impact of the freedoms that we have. Some of you may listen to my podcast. Uh, some of this content on LinkedIn gets cut up and put on uh, your home TV network, which uh, you can find right here. Um, uh, YHTV is backed and sponsored um, in connection with Kathy Ireland's group, and I've had a chance to work with her son, um, Eric Ireland Olson. He helped produce some of the content that I put out there on YouTube and on that channel. And um, it is uh, Financial Freedom. Uh, with KP. And, you know, July 4th is about freedom. So just give me a second here. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, get all uh, too patriotic, but I wanted to say that, you know, these freedoms we have to discuss how to find financial freedom, how to find a home, how to be aware of the news, they come at a cost. And I read this OC Register article about a 32 year old veteran named Ian Frank, uh, I believe it's uh, Tortorici. Now, he was a native of Lake uh, Forest. He went to Laguna Hills High School. He was a Marine, and he was working for ICE, not ICE, the Intercontinental Exchange that owns uh, Encompass, um, but our Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. And he was enforcing with ICE after being a Marine, and uh, he had a Ukrainian girlfriend, and he decided to go help the Ukrainian effort when uh, you know he saw the atrocities um, and that front line against um, evil. And freedom, you know, is fought on many fronts. You know, we're very blessed to not have any attacks here in our soil since 9-11. Um, not to say there weren't any attacks, but that obviously is the most devastating one, and a direct assault on our freedom to give us the right to speak freely and do what we want and quit our jobs and be resilient against the face of all this negative news. Well, uh, Ian Frank uh, Tortorici lost his life on June 27th, he was a medic helping out um, the, uh, uh, the International Legion there. He had been there for over a year helping the Ukrainian people, and he was at a pizza parlor, and a Russian collaborator called in, and 11 people were killed on a missile strike at a pizzeria. And this is a local guy. So people are still dying, fighting for freedom, which gives us the right to celebrate what we celebrated yesterday, which was amazing. And uh, but freedom comes at a cost. So just want to put some things in perspective, not trying to be a Debbie Downer here. Um, his father was quoted in the news yesterday and said that he felt he was fighting to stop World War Three. And um, I think that is interesting because Russia is an absolute superpower and we're not fighting them directly because we don't want there to be a World War Three. But we have proxy battles sometimes across the world to keep things 
you know, even keel and copacetic. So uh, 50 people were injured, 11 killed, three, three uh, children were killed in that pizzeria strike um, in eastern Ukraine. And they say somewhere around um, uh, 25 Americans have been killed in the Ukrainian conflict. So um, remember, freedom is not free. We stopped patrolling the, uh, the oil shipping lanes, and now Iran is attacking um, oil tankers again. And so uh, these things happen on many fronts, and it happens all the time. And so it's, sometimes it's underreported. I haven't heard there was like a mass shooting in Philadelphia, our nation's first capital. The Freedom Bell literally is there. Um, I didn't even hear about it. I had to find out from a friend who watches you know, conspiracy uh, <laughs> websites. But people really died, a mass shooting. And so I'm um, not getting political. I'm just saying freedom isn't free in this world. So let's talk about obtaining financial freedom, and let's talk about and pivot into what's going on this week. Um, we have a huge jobs report coming out Friday, and um, that is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's the June jobs report. And I know wage inflation is all the rage, and honestly, where I think um, the real story is the difference <laughs> that we've seen between the – the household and the business survey. I mean, 300,000 jobs up, 300,000 jobs down. So what's really going on with job creation? I don't know. I'm a little confused, to be honest with you, but it's highly anticipated. Of course, the wage inflation component is a, a big part to be looked at as well. Um, so I have coined the great resilience. That is our economy. We had the great you know, uh, resignation, and we've had the great recession and the great depression. It is the great resilience. Uh, I got that because I keep hearing all these people talk about how resilient our economy is. We're supposed to be in a, 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 a recession by now, right? Remember that? Like, it's the longest and most impending doom recession that I could ever remember, and we aren't in it yet. The GDP was just revised up to 2% in Q1, and um, the Atlanta Fed revised the Q2 uh, projection down, I believe, from uh, Q uh, from 1.6 to 1.4%. So, um you know, the consumer's resilient, but of course they are. If you're a homeowner, which is about two-thirds of the country, you're locked into super cheap fixed rates. So any extra income you've been making, you can spend it on stuff because you fixed your home costs, your property, insurance, taxes, uh, and interest payments. However, taxes go up. Insurance in states like Florida and California, uh, where there's lots of natural disasters, go up. So we will see how that impacts defaults and um, the ability for new home sales, uh, a new construction or even existing home sales to, to be done. But that uh, extra money from having that, um, you know, those good jobs and remember you could just quit and find a better job and fixing your debt down low, you have extra money to spend. Now you may not buy brand new furniture now or you may not buy a new car, but you have enough to go out to dinner a little more um, you're paying for food, which is more um, expensive. And so inflation has been sticky because that extra money is there to pay for non-housing services. So we looked at PCE last week, the personal consumption expenditure, and it was sticky. It's 4.6% higher than a year ago, which is higher than the 2% Fed funds rate. Then there's like that super core rate, right, um, you know, which gets rid of housing and gas and energy you know, uh, and food. Um, which was like 4.1 or 4.3, something like that. I have to go back and look at my notes. But inflation is sticky, and there was a bond auction in the UK. Remember, I talk about all the different denominations around the world. $5 billion were auctioned of gilts at a 4.668%. 
That's a high yield. So the Fed, in their dot plot, they put, with two more rate hikes, the average um, end point where they think they're going to be is, is 5.6. 5.6. That's right around that 5.668. They just went out for a five-year gilt auction. So we are competing with treasuries around the world for dollars to invest and reflate our government. Remember, we got about a trillion to spend here in the next 90 uh, to to sell treasuries in the next 90 days to to get our defense budget back on track. So maybe we can go fight oil hijackers from the axis of evil um, in Iran. So um, you know, uh, you know, again, freedom isn't free. So we got to sell our treasuries so we can fund our government so we can have this mighty military so we can protect our economy, which is the best economy in the world. However, AI is deflationary. And you see the stock market's ripping right now. About seven or eight names are ripping right now in the stock market because they're investing in AI. AI is deflationary. Technology is deflationary. It brings the cost of everything down. Mortgages, we invest heavily in tech here because we got to get our cost of production down, which we are. Um, my, our cell phones, look what you could do on your cell phone. You know, all the things out there. Look how much a TV costs and how amazing they are. Technology is deflationary, and AI is leading in tech. The IT spend to implement AI estimated out there by the year 2030 is a trillion dollars. I saw a PricewaterhouseCoopers um, estimate that AI will contribute a whopping $15.7 trillion to the global economy by 2030. That's insane. That's massive. So um, anyway, uh, freedom is it free, but AI helps keep the cost down, so that's good. Dr. Copper, when we take a look at the price of copper, it's kind of a barometer on how the economies are doing. Manufacturing is down. Um, durable goods orders, surprisingly okay. Um, but um, Dr. Copper's kind of hanging in there. You can go check out the price online. I read a story about a guy uh, that had a, a 100 cloth bags with, um, you know, like 50, uh, uh, something like uh, the old copper-made pennies, and he sold them for 2.5 cents per penny as opposed to just a penny. So uh, copper's out there. Uh, commercial mortgage, again, another trend we're looking at. I was uh, working on that fourplex and trying to get financing for it when we were putting two more ADUs to make it six units. Anything over five units is commercial. This company I talked to today said, you know, they don't want the end loan. They're not sure what's going to happen to commercial. They think it's going to be crazy in the next couple of years. So some trends to watch. Big data coming out this week. Welcome back. Freedom isn't free. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.